What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Progress Not Perfection. Today, I got a special episode for you. It's going to be all about imposter syndrome and how it's holding you back from achieving your fitness goals. But first, before we get into it, please go to Apple Podcasts. Give me a five-star review. If you're a regular listener of the show, I appreciate you. I don't have anything to sell you or offer you. So right now, you know, the only thing I ever ask of my listeners is like spread word about the show. And there's a couple ways you can do that. One of these ways is on Apple Podcasts. You can leave me a review. A written review is always preferred and appreciated. Or you can take a screenshot of this episode, post it in your stories, and tag me at Jeff Pacman Fitness. And that way, more people can know that this podcast exists and I get more exposure. And then you get a shout out too because I fucking love you if you're going to be helping me to promote and get my podcast out to more people that it may help. All right. So that's my spiel for today. Love you guys. And uh, let's get into today's episode. What's up, guys? I'm Jeffrey Pacman, your host and guide here on the Progress Not Perfection podcast. This podcast is your resource to fitness and nutrition for everyday people. Sorting through conflicting, confusing, and complex information in the fitness and nutrition space to make things easier and more digestible for you to apply to your life to get lean, get strong, and get healthy for the least amount of effort and in the most sustainable way. Ooh, curveball just brought back the uh, the little intro that I did when I first started this podcast. Interesting. I want to see uh, how I like it when I listen back to this, which I do. I listen back to my own podcast. I know I'm a freaking weirdo. Anyways, this episode's going to be about seven ways to stop feeling like an imposter and why it's holding you back from your fat loss goals. Okay, so this is actually an article that was written by Mark's Daily Apple, who's it's a pretty cool website. If you've never checked it out, go check it out. Um, but I like this kind of stuff. It's imposter syndrome has a lot to do with the psychology of fat loss. A lot of people think that it's all about calories, macros, protein, cardio, hitting your weights. Like the thing is, is it's all about psychology because if you can't stick with it mentally, you're not going to be st- able to stick with it physically. So imposter syndrome is something I deal with. A lot of my clients deal with it. So I'm going to try to get super vulnerable in this podcast because it's all about vulnerability. That's a huge part of this whole thing. So here we go. All right. Number one is catch your inner critic. So I can use that. I'll use myself for an example here. When I am looking at myself in the mirror, sometimes all I can point out is my own flaws. I'm like, oh man, I wish I didn't have, you know, this belly fat or, I, you know, I, I wish my chest was bigger. I wish my shoulders looked better, blah, 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 blah. I wish my legs were more defined, you know, things like that. I pick out all the things that I don't like about my physique. It is it's 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 this process that goes on in our minds when we can switch it and be like, okay, you know what? what? Where is this coming from? Like, I have came so far. And then I can look back at my progress photos from like 2018, 2016, or even earlier when I was a fat kid. And I say fat kid because I was a fat kid, so I can say it. And I look back and I'm like, dang, you know, I've, I've actually came a long way and I actually help people with weight loss now. So that's crazy. So there's still this like inner little fat kid inside of me that wants to still judge myself, still criticize myself and it's bullshit. And I have to catch myself. We call it the roommate. This inner critic is called the roommate. You have to tell that roommate to shut the fuck up, go do the dishes, go clean out the sink because I'm tired of having fucking waking up the dirty dishes left by my roommate. 
And those dirty dishes are feelings of imposter syndrome, negative self-talk, uh, limiting beliefs. These are all dirty dishes in my mind. And this roommate wants to just keep making this mess and not take care of his responsibilities, right? Just wants to make messes. Doesn't want to go to work. Doesn't want to help do the dishes. Doesn't want to help clean. Doesn't want to do shit. Just wants to make messes and fucking be a bum. And so this inner roommate, I need to tell it to shut the fuck up. I need to tell it to do its job or else it can leave. It can do its job or it can fucking leave and I'll find a better roommate, right? We all have this roommate inside of us and nine times out of ten, it's actually our parents' voice or somebody from our childhood that like doubted us or criticized us. And criticism never fucking works, by the way. If you're somebody who criticizes others, like you have a significant other, criticism does not work. Number two on the list is challenge your beliefs. So this is this is tags on to number one, right? When that imposter syndrome starts kicking in and you're like, do I actually know what the fuck I'm talking about? Do I actually believe what I'm saying? There is this piece of your mind that can, that's actually your true self, your true self that can say, you know what? Shut up. You do know what you're talking about. You are fucking amazing. Look at how far you've came. Look at all the obstacles you've overcame. And you can tell that voice to quiet down. One thing that works for this is prayer, um, affirmations, meditation. All of this helps you become more aware of that inner voice, that inner roommate. And it becomes quieter and quieter the longer you spend in silence. Now, I, I'm, I know that sitting in silence sucks. And it's not fucking easy. But sometimes just sitting in silence for five minutes can make a huge difference. So grab an insight timer or I like Medito, M-E-D-I-T-O. It's one of my favorites. And I will actually use that to um, to just meditate for sometimes like five minutes. Seriously, five minutes is like all I need. So it's a really cool one. And uh, Medito is cool because there's a voice and there's not like you don't have to put background music. It's a really cool meditation app. I use it all the time. It's one of my favorites. I always recommend it to people. Number three is keeping a proof list. Think you're not capable of making changes? Keep a running list of all the times you've accomplished something you set out to do. So think of all the times that you have set out to do things. You have went on a job interview. You asked for a raise at work. You went and worked out when you really didn't feel like it. Maybe you challenged yourself and did like a 5K race or you entered a powerlifting competition in high school or you, you know, you asked that person out that you were really scared of and weren't sure if they liked you or you made your first, you know, big sale at your job or you, you know, made your first, I don't know, $75,000 one year and whatever it is, like keep a list of things that you have accomplished and don't ever dismiss something as, oh, it's not a big deal. Because this is what we like to do. We like to say, oh, it's not a big deal. Look at this person and what they achieved. Fuck that. Okay? It is a big deal. It's a big deal because you need to stop comparing your insides to other people's outsides. Stop comparing how you feel to how other people portray themselves on social media and how they portray themselves in public because everyone has these fears and insecurities and imposter syndromes. You're not alone. Everyone deals with them. Okay? Another thing, number four, say your name, okay? And this is a weird one. I actually just learned about this one in um, 
in this article. It says, like we saw in the study, the simple act of using your name in a sentence versus saying I allows you to look at your situation more objectively. So it allows you to look at it as a third person. So it's it's kind of cool. Want to take it up a notch? Try using your name in conjunction with a positive affirmation, such as Aaron is awesome at sticking to routines. Aaron loves her effortless relationship with food. So Jeff is amazingly consistent at going to the gym every single week. Jeff also has an amazing relationship with food, and he teaches other people how to have an amazing relationship with food and not label foods as good or bad. Jeff also has been able to overcome his own weight loss and fat loss struggles. Jeff is amazing at teaching people how to have a better relationship with food and exercise, and he absolutely helps thousands of people every single day. And this is this is cool. Like, once you start saying this, there's a lot of power to it. Jeff is fucking awesome, by the way. And you are too. You just got to actually believe it. You don't believe it right now. This will help you believe it. So it's like acting as if. Acting as if. Act as if. A lot of you guys don't know how to act as if. You feel like it's phony. You feel like it's fake. Act as if. If you don't have a good relationship with food right now, tell yourself in the third person that Jeff has an amazing relationship with food. Jeff has power and control over the decisions he makes around food, around his weight loss, around his fitness, around his lifestyle, and he chooses what's best for his future self. He doesn't just take the short-term comfort. This is a quote that I saw actually from uh, Alex Hermosi, who's like a business guy. Anyways, he has a cool podcast, but I listened to his podcast today and it was like, short-term discomfort leads to long-term fulfillment. Short-term comfort leads to long-term regret. So doing the hard things in the short term leads to you having a fulfilled life. But doing the comfortable things in the short term leads to lots of regrets. So that's a cool quote. I fucking love that quote. Because I always tell people, and this is another quote from someone else, do the hard things especially when you don't want to. Do the hard things, especially when you don't want to. Because in the short term, you have to battle that roommate that's like, oh, I'll do it tomorrow. Oh, I don't have enough time. Oh, this food tastes better. Oh, I'm sick of dried chicken and rice. Like, shut up. Tell that fucking roommate to shut the fuck up. Because once you start eating that food, you're like, oh, this isn't bad. It's actually pretty good. Put some salsa on it. Put some fucking sriracha on it. Put some avocado salsa on it. Fucking get it down. Makes me feel good. This meal is going to make me feel better than the fucking tortilla chips and fucking salsa and all the bullshit that I like to eat and snack on that makes me feel like shit, right? So it's like play the tape forward and understand that the decisions that you make in the short term affect the long term really very impactfully. So like the short term discomfort is key. You're not going to be comfortable in the short term. Going to the gym and lifting fucking heavy weights and doing Bulgarian split squats to failure is not fucking comfortable. <laughs> it sucks. I just did it. All right, number five. Know that you won't know it all. Anytime you're embarking on something new, there's always a bit of learning curve. Having the expectations that you're going to hit it out of the park is a recipe for disappointment. So if you've been operating under the assumption that you should always know the answer or it's wrong to admit you're overwhelmed, knock it off. No one knows all the answers all the time, even people who have been on their journey for years. This is a cool one, right? Because I respect and admire people who say, 
you know, I don't know. That's not my area of expertise. Then people who talk out of their fucking ass. In my industry, people talk out of their ass all the time without understanding the science. That's why we have so much bullshit in the health and fitness industry. Because people read one article that's not backed by science. And then they think it's fucking, you know, they think it's the gospel. And so they actually, like, start spreading that rhetoric to hundreds of thousands, sometimes millions of people. And they don't realize that what they're saying is fucking harmful. There was a guy I debated on TikTok Live the other day. I actually regret debating this guy because he was such a fucking snake. And uh, I'm not going to drop his name. But if you were on TikTok when I was live with this guy, you probably saw it. Because there was like a hundred something people in this live. Anyways, this guy was saying, oh, just eat meat and vegetables. Like, you know, cut out all the processed foods, all the sugar, all the crap. Just eat meat and vegetables and you'll drop weight faster than you ever have in your life. And it's not because of a calorie deficit. It's because of X, Y, and Z and hormones and insulin. And I was like, no, dude, you're telling someone to eat only meat and vegetables. Of course, it's going to put them in a calorie deficit. You're cutting out all their favorite foods. You're cutting out everything that they fucking enjoy in life besides meat and vegetables, right? So like most people actually like having a fucking slice of cake at their kid's birthday party or having a piece of pizza and not always like telling people I'm on a diet. Like, let's be real. Not everybody wants to be on a fucking diet. So allow yourself to not be on a diet, to still eat the foods you love, repair your relationship with food. Remember, you have an amazing relationship with food because you listen to this podcast, okay? And know that you won't know it all. It's okay to be like, you know what, that's not my area of expertise, and I'm okay with reaching out for help. This, my clients do this all the time, right? They don't, if they don't know something, they ask me questions. And you don't have to be a client to ask me questions, by the way. But I always prefer my clients ask me questions, and I get back to them, and I answer their questions every single day right? I have some clients who message me every single day with questions about their lifting. They're like, hey, Bulgarian split squats, you know, I feel it mostly in my quads. And I'm like, okay, cool. A little more hip hinge, lean a little bit far forward, and you'll feel it more in your glutes and hamstrings. Like little things like that make a big difference because they're not experts and they're okay with asking questions because they know they don't know it all. And when you don't know it all, you actually become an expert in the things that you do know. And it also forces you out of your comfort zone to learn new things. So know that you won't know it all. There's no way for you to know it all. And as a matter of fact, like being a master of like none is not a good thing. Like being being super like mediocre at a bunch of things, but being a master at nothing is not a good thing. You want to be a master at one thing and people can come to you for right? And then the other things, it's okay if you don't know everything about it. You don't need to be a know-it-all. Number six, fess up to how you're feeling. Emotions like shame and embarrassment often keep people from fessing up about their feelings, but sharing what you're going through can actually help take the pressure off. I'm going to relate this to me being sober, newly sober at the age of 22 when I was 22. I didn't know how to live life. I'd been drinking and using drugs almost my entire life since I was 13 years old, since I was a little kid, like during my developmental stages in life. So I didn't know how to socialize without it. I didn't know how to make friends without it. I didn't know how to do anything without drinking or smoking or using. So 
for me, I had to relearn the basic social skills and this made me feel really uncomfortable. I had a lot of social anxiety and I had a lot of feelings of self-doubt, self-inadequacy, self-esteem issues. And when I started to look at these things and talk about them openly with my support, because what happened is I started going to meetings and I started getting support and I had a sponsor and I had people in my corner that were like, dude, you're fucking awesome. Like you got, you know, 30 days clean. That's amazing. Like I had people in my on my corner so I wasn't doing it alone so I didn't feel like I was alone which is key like the opposite of of loneliness is connection I needed connection I needed to feel connected with others and that allowed me to feel connected with others having a community having connection having support is key and and being honest with people in your support about like how you're actually feeling is key and and be around people that don't judge you for how you're feeling like, you can't control your feelings, but you can control how you act on those feelings and know that feelings are not facts. Number seven is flip your internal script. When you're in a situation that triggers your imposter feelings, consciously change the conversation. Feeling insecure in a fitness class? Instead of thinking, I know everyone is wondering what I'm doing here, try everyone here is dedicated to improving their health and fitness, and I am too. Like anything, it takes practice, but soon you'll be flipping your script without even realizing it. I love that. I fucking love that. It's like making this mental shift. When you hear that roommate start talking and be like, I don't know what I'm doing here. I blah, blah, blah. I'm an imposter. Those imposter feelings start coming up. You tell yourself, look, everyone's here bettering themselves. I'm here bettering myself, and everyone's super loving and supportive. And, and everyone's super positive. No one's thinking bad thoughts about me. People are on their own journey. No one is thinking about me or looking at me. They are focused on their own health and fitness and bettering themselves, and I am too. And I actually love that last one. So, all right, guys, that's the end of it. I hope you guys found this helpful, useful, whatever. And, you know, um, if you did, leave me a five-star review. And I will... See you guys, hear you guys, listen, you guys can listen to me <laughs> next week. All right, love you guys, bye.